What's up, guys? This is Stephen Bennett. You're listening to Walking On Into Life and Leadership Podcast. So glad you guys are here, and I can't wait to get started. Hey, this is Stephen Bennett, your host, uh, a.k.a. Dr. B, a.k.a. your friendly neighborhood bone doctor and orthopedic surgeon. Listen. I'm a huge fa- I'm a huge fan of Justin Bieber, and I'm a huge fan of the Bachelor and Bachelorette series, including The Bachelor in Paradise. I'm serious. My opinion is that The Bachelor series is one of the best shows on television, and Justin Bieber is one of the best artists out there. His new album Purpose, or excuse me, not Purpose, his new album Justice. Oh, I'm telling you, that thing is elite. I also think Qdoba is better than Chipotle. It's a way better spot um, because of the queso. I think the lake is a better place to go to than the beach. And that's all I have for you on this episode. Thank you for being here. Kidding. Why the heck did I start the episode talking to you like that? And I really think just as a, a, although silly, potentially example, I wanted to show you how pointless, literally pointless opinions are. You couldn't care less about my opinions on any of those topics. Although you might think a little bit differently now than uh, now that you know that I like the bachelor series and I'm a huge fan of Justin Bieber. Uh, you're lucky I didn't just break out in song too mu- his, his first one on the album too much. Oh yeah. Too good. That's what I'd say about that. <laughs> but anyway, opinions can get the best of us, right? Especially nowadays, political divide has amplified absolutely everything when it comes to a differentiation of opinion. Relationships have crumbled. Businesses have failed because of their opinions. Uh, Hatred has been stirred uh, and so much more. But here's one thing that I believe to be true is that opinions truthfully have no purpose without intentional action. And a perfect example of this, again, is we're going to go back to politics. There are so many people who are not politicians who fight over political ideas that it consumes so much of their time and energy on topics that they literally do nothing about or do nothing to change. This is so counterproductive. Uh, another podcast topic that, that I'm thinking of right now another po- is, is conserving your energy and being intentional and direct with your energy. But that's another episode that we'll talk about. But it, it is okay. It's okay to have opinions. Uh, but honestly, they're not that important. And I say that lovingly. Uh, my opinion is not that important if I'm not doing anything about it. Your opinion, again, lovingly, is not that important if you're not doing anything about it. So why would we allow someone else's opinion of yourself or myself or what we're trying to do in the literal sense have any effect on us? It shouldn't, right? But I'm going to be the first to admit that it's not that easy. I I wish it was. And I'm not good at doing that. I actually, I remember opinions and what people have said upwards of 12 years ago, whether it had to do with basketball, uh, my family, my dad was my high school basketball coach. Um, so I always had this kind of us versus everybody mentality. And I, I've struggled to let those things go, uh, even though they have no effect on me. The only effect they have is the one that I allow them to have. Um, for most people, others' opinions, they, they affect us all one way or another. But what I do believe is that we have the power to harness those as a way to healthily use them to our advantage. Dr. Seuss is a really good example of this. Um, 
we all know Dr. Seuss, his very first book, and I didn't know this until I was doing some research. His very first book in 1937 was, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, sold millions of copies, uh, but 27 times he was rejected before it was published. 27 times. That's 27 different people in different companies telling him that their opinion was that he did not have a good writing ability, that he did not have a good book. In their opinion, it was not worth publishing. And hey, listen, back then, he didn't have an inspirational horoscope that got sent to him via email or via text every week, like some people might now. Those horoscopes are always <laughs> have something positive to tell you. He didn't have that. He didn't have anything. What he did have was a belief in his message so much that he went to 27 different people who continued to tell him no, that their opinion was that it wasn't good enough, but his opinion was different. Um, have you ever done anything like that? Have you ever been rejected? Uh, 27 times. I, I have not. Yeah, 10, even five times, even once. When, actually to finish that story, when he came across, he actually just got rejected his 27th time. He was on his way home, walking with his book in hand, thinking about burning it. When an old friend walked past him, asked him what he was up to, and, and Dr. Seuss was telling him all about his books and his rejections. And he said, hey, listen, I like that idea. Let's Let's publish this. And still to this day, he's one of the best-selling authors in history. Uh, and he never would have made it without having to ignore the other opinion and having persistence and self-belief. So how do we deal with opinions? And Gandhi is fa famous for saying that he said, I will not let anyone walk through my mind with their dirty feet. And how can we develop this mindset? Uh, and what we're going to talk about, they're four practical steps. They're not complex. They're not a magic bullet, uh, but they're Simple and something that you can take immediately to better handle all these situations, improve your emotional intelligence, and conserve energy into more productive tasks. And they're going to be the four L's. So if you like a buzzword, we're going to talk about the four L's of dealing with others' opinion. First thing, listen with open ears. And what I mean by that is you, you need to check yourself before any conversation starts. Whether it's just a general conversation and you happen to hear about an opinion of other on a politics or on a food or on a movie um, or of yourself, um, are you really listening? Are you really giving the person that you're talking with the respect that they deserve? Uh, here, here's a big clue. You're not always right. I'm not always right. Not even with my wife, but I tell her I am anyways. I wish I was. <laughs> None of us are right all the time. We have something to learn from every single person that we come into contact with in our life. And we need to have the ability to lay down our pride, be willing to humble ourselves and listen because we have something to learn. And in the end, maybe you are right, but you still have been able to learn something and you still have made someone else feel valuable by truly intently listening to them. So the first thing, listen with open ears. The second thing, learn with an open mind. Be willing to change. Be willing to have a change of opinion. Uh, ask questions. Uh, we talked about in a prior episode that the best way to really lead or become a leader is to ask questions. It gives you the perfect direction of where you need to lead that specific person. Uh, write things down. Intentionally implement something new into your life that you might have originally dismissed because you learned it from somebody else. And although you may not have agreed with it at first, or you might have thought it was hokey, uh, maybe it does have a positive impact. Try it. And I, I do want to say this doesn't have to do with core values um, or beliefs. Um, if you're religious or 
anything like that. It doesn't have to do with that. There, it's simple opinions that maybe you could have a change of, or maybe not. Um, but you still have the ability to listen with open ears and learn with an open mind. Number three, love that person. When you love the person that you're talking with more than the opinions that you have, this really boosts your potential, not only as a person, but as a leader. Um, you need the ability to love, work with, learn from someone with a different culture, with different beliefs, with different values, with different upbringing. Their opinion is no less valuable than your own. Their experiences, challenges are different than yours, and they have a different lens of life than you do, and they have something to offer. So when you love and respect them for who they are, opinions become dramatically less important and conversations become dramatically more productive. And I want to say that one more time because I think that's a key thing for us to learn is that when you love and respect the other person for who they are, opinions in the big picture become dramatically less important and those conversations become dramatically more productive. The last step here, love yourself. And I'm just going to tell you, I, I am rarely, if ever, the most important person in the room. But I'm very secure with who I am. I, I wasn't previously. Growing up, I felt like I always tried to be someone that I was not. But now I feel like I'm secure in who I am, the values that I have, uh, my character and integrity to know that I can make a positive contribution even if someone else might have an opinion or think that I can't. Um, even if someone says or thinks something negative of you or I, when you're in tune with yourself enough to know that it truly, truly is not a fact, while at the same time you have the ability to be comfortable with something that could be potentially true, that you need to make a change. Um, when you have that ability to kind of go back and forth and say, hey, that really isn't true. I know myself uh, better than you know me and I, I appreciate your feedback, but uh, I, I don't think that's true. Or on the flip side, you say, hey, you know what? I, I am comfortable with myself to know to know comfortable with myself enough to know that I am not perfect, that I make mistakes and that I have something to learn and improve on. And I appreciate that feedback. Um, and, and remember this when we talk about loving yourself and it's kind of counterintuitive at first, but remember that you're really in the grand scheme of things, you're not super important and people don't think and talk about you as much as you think. And I want to stop there because you might, what you might've heard was, well, Stephen just told me that I was not important. I thought he was supposed to be the friendly neighborhood bone doctor or orthopedic surgeon. No, I'm not saying that you're not important. What I'm saying is, is, is you find this freedom when you realize that people aren't talking about you. They're not thinking about you as much as you might think. So when you allow yourself to not be consumed and ruminate over others' opinions or thoughts, when they're probably not even thinking about you in the first place, you find a freedom in that. It's not a negative view of yourself, but one that frees you from the binding anxiety that those around you are wanting you to fail. They're not. Most people want you to succeed. Most people are excited when you try something and they want to see you be better. Now, not everybody, but most people are. You know who you are, what you want to do, and believe it could positively impact the people in the world. That's all that matters. Let maybe the opinions of others be something that you frame positively that propels you forward and not into a state of despair. Because no one should have that power over your mind. The, your mind is too valuable of a tool and life is too short to allow that to happen. Hey, I get it. These steps are simple. Um, love yourself. Love the person that you're, you're talking with. Learn with an open mind and listen with open ears. That's not something that Albert Einstein needed to create. I know. But they are so hard to do. 
but with intentional action towards them, you will not only be able to improve yourself, uh, but also your self-awareness, also your ability to maintain and maximize relationships. Uh, it'll improve your communication and it'll improve your empathy. Uh, and these are all characteristics of what someone who's walking on into life and leadership need. Um, the fear of opinions, they're never, they may never fully disappear. Uh, but you can become comfortable with the idea that there doesn't need to be any hostility, broken relationships, or lost goals because of someone else's opinion. And remember, like we talked about, opinions truly have no purpose without intentional action. But someone who has so much passion for an opinion, their own, that they take action on it, and that's someone I want around me. That's someone who I know can inspire me and help push me to be better than I ever would have otherwise. Um, I struggled so much with this opinion aspect in publishing the podcast um, that's why I chose the fearful series as the first series of the podcast. Um, it's something that we all deal with. I'm dealing with it right now. I'm worried about maybe a negative review or hearing something negative that somebody else said about the podcast. Um, but when it comes down to it, I have a belief that my message can positively impact someone. Even if it's just one, it's so strong that I can't help but publish it. I can't help but think about it every day. I want to be a speaker. I want to be a writer. I want to be a, uh, a book I want to have a book published, excuse me. Um, I want to speak in front of thousands of people. Um, in addition to being an orthopedic surgeon, that's my goal. Those are my dreams. Um, I believe speaking is a calling of mine, especially in my faith. I'm a man of faith. I think it's a calling from God. And if that's the case, how could I possibly say no? Um, I know the purpose he has for my life is greater than any opinion. I want this to be great, this podcast. I want you to be great. Um, if you're a person of faith, God is calling you to something great. I believe in you. I know that you have everything inside of you to accomplish all that you want and be all that you can be. That's my opinion of you. But hey, like we said in the end, regardless of opinions, it's all up to you. It's all up to you and your mind and your body of what you're willing to push yourself to do. Thank you for being with me here on this episode. And remember, when you're walking on into life and leadership, you're one step closer to your dream and being all that you can be. I'll see you on next episode. Thank you so much. See you then. <music>